I am thrilled that Colin Kaepernick has become a national conversation in a world that refuses to address things that make them uncomfortable. ESPNW presents Be Honest with Carrie Champion. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Be Honest. It's been a minute. Forgive me. Uh, life does get in the way. Work, 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 work. They've expanded uh, my sports center to two hours. That's Monday through Friday on ESPN from 11 to 1 Eastern, 8 to 10 Pacific. So uh, a girl's been busy adjusting to a new workload. So forgive me for not getting back to the podcast faithful and the Be Honest listeners. Lots been happening, guys. I think you know where I'm going. I think I'll call this podcast, The Hits Just Keep On Coming. That's because I want to talk about two quarterbacks that for some time had a lot in common, often ran in the same circles, had the same agency management, on and off the field. They had a lot in common. That's Colin Kaepernick and Cam Newton. And as we know today, Colin Kaepernick is a part of a movement. He started a movement. He is uh, being compared to Muhammad Ali in some circles, while other people think that he is a ungrateful human being. It's interesting because Cam Newton, on his way to the Super Bowl last year, was being compared to one of the greats. Not necessarily Muhammad Ali, but he was one of the greats. But other people couldn't stand him because he dabbed. He made them angry. It's so interesting how the storylines change. Some people will say you're a hero. Other people will say you're a villain. And sadly, the story with both of those quarterbacks fell along racial lines. The black people, they, for the most part, they have Collins back. The black people, for the most part, they had Cam's back when he was dabbing. And then there were those who didn't have their back. And I'm not going to put them in one big class. I'm not going to say it's all white people, but they weren't black. They weren't loud. It's unfortunate that when we celebrate our athletes and we ask them to give their opinions, and then we want them to shut up when they give their opinions. And then we, we want them to be who we think they should be. And when they're being themselves, we can't celebrate them. Those are the two things that are happening for Colin and Cam. We ask for your opinion. Be quiet. I don't want your opinion because I don't like what you're saying. We want you to be this great athlete, but don't be yourself. Be more like Tom Brady. Don't dab on the field. Be more like Peyton Manning. There is no stereotype of what a quarterback should be. In fact, that is just what it is, a stereotype. There is no prototype, if you will. And the reason why I say the hits keep on coming, because on this edition of Be Honest, I want to talk about treatment, how you're viewed. I'm not trying to start a revolution, but I must point out the obvious. Cam Newton got hit 17 times, the second most in his entire career in the season opener. That helmet-to-helmet hit that Brandon Marshall put on him? Mm Mm-mm. Wouldn't have went down if his name was Manning or Brady. It was disturbing to watch. And then we have Colin Kaepernick on the other extreme. No more celebrated. He is not the beloved quarterback that made it to the Super Bowl in 2012-2013 and eventually lost against the Ravens. 
He's regressed. Not considered a great quarterback at all. In fact, he's a backup on the 49ers. However, all of the attention now is his off-the-field behavior. Why won't you stand for the anthem? Why are you kneeling for the anthem? Well, we know why. The method is really the issue, not the message, because the message is admirable. On this edition, to be honest, the hits just keep on coming for these two. Who am I to say that it's wrong? Who am I to say that it's right? Either or, it's still personal. What I, what I can't, you know, fathom is how does one-eighth of an inch, something so small, be the difference in such a big commodity in our whole lifetime? And that's the, the, the thickness of our skin. One-eighth of an inch. And under that, we're all the same color. You know, and that's the big picture. Um, you know, a lot of scrutiny happens when, when, when the athletes start talking about, you know, race. But the truth of the matter is we just got to do right by each other, no matter what color you are. Certain things that has happened in, 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 in our life, you know, in our lifetime, you know, is kind of embarrassing to be uh, affiliated with, but it still happens. But uh, who am I to say, Colin, you're wrong. Right. And who am I to say, bro, that you're right? Because we all, you know, we all have and are, you know, uh, have the right to think whatever we want to think. And I respect that by everybody. That's Cam Newton talking about whether or not he had an opinion on Colin Kaepernick. That was September 1st. It's been a while. The, what I'd like to think was outrage has quietly simmered, due in large part to the media coverage. Uh, I'm, it's my job to use my platform to discuss this uncomfortable conversation. It is my job to point out the inequities and rights. And what I mean by that, it is Colin's right to do what he wants to do, to protest the anthem, if you will. Some view it as disrespectful. Some say it's not right in the method of the protest. But the message is clear. This country is great. Shout out to Dabo Sweeney. Lots going on. Love the world we live in. I am an American dream. First in my family to go to college. First in my family to make some real money. First in my family to do a lot of things that are the first. Don't you understand that? I am grateful. But I've worked for every single penny. I've worked for every single position. Nothing ever handed to me. In fact, I'd argue that it's been more difficult for me because I am a woman, because I am black. Doesn't mean I am less patriotic. I love the flag. I love this country. I love what it means to me. But there's a complicated history with the flag that only if you are a person of color, you could really understand. The national anthem didn't include us. Educate yourself. Read what was originally written in that song that had to be taken out, that third stanza. It wasn't for us. And by us, I mean people of color, more specifically slaves and blacks. Not that that means we don't have to stand because I stand, but it does mean that we don't view the flag the way that others do. No disrespect to the military. It has nothing to do with the military. It has to do with the fact that we live in a country that has yet to really address slavery. We live in a country that has so many wounds regarding slavery because we refuse to talk about it because others, whomever, white, black, purple, or green, it makes people uncomfortable and defensive. And you can't have a conversation about race without other people being defensive because you're not listening then.
If I want to tell you that I don't like something about you and I want to get to a better place, immediately you're on the defense. It's like any relationship. Babe, I don't like the way you make that chicken because why you don't like my chicken? What I, what's wrong with my chicken? Like you can't even hear why. I'm saying because I don't like salt. You put too much salt and I'm on a low sodium diet. That's where I was going. You're immediately on the defense. You don't know why I don't like your chicken. That's where we are. I hate to make it so simple, but you can digest that. I am thrilled that Colin Kaepernick has become a national conversation in a world that refuses to address things that make them uncomfortable. I am thrilled that I get to go on TV every day, every other day to talk about a story that I believe is so important to the culture, to the fabric of our society. I am thrilled that more and more players are taking a knee, are taking a stand, are saying something. They're using their platform. And they then, here's the thing, everyone's like, well, what's the message? You know the message. Injustice, inequities, police killing kids. We've seen it. We're not saying all police officers are bad, but people are treated differently in certain areas of the world, in certain poor neighborhoods. People don't have the same resources we do to fight for their rights. So we need people who have exactly the power and the resources to speak up, do what they do. That's a journalist. We're watchdogs of society. You don't have the power to speak up, but I do. So let me use my platform and speak for you. That's what Colin Kaepernick is doing. And not only is he doing that, he's putting his money where his mouth is, literally. And it's affected change with an A. Brandon Marshall is meeting with the chief of police in Denver because he wants to talk about police brutality. And how can he help? Let's have this conversation. It's unfortunate there are people who still believe, based on their perception and their experiences, that what Colin Kaepernick is doing is wrong. They're so caught up in the method that they can't hear his message. And that's what's disturbing. I live my life knowing how other people feel, act, and move. People who are black, white, purple, or green, that's just the nature of what I do. I need to be aware of my surroundings. I need to be somewhat educated about other people's backgrounds and how they grew up. Not assuming, but just be aware. So I understand where they're coming from when they're giving their perspective. We live in a country where... The majority doesn't have to be aware of the minority. And I'll say that again. We live in a country where the majority does not need to know about the minority. You don't need to know that I probably grew up being raised by my mother. My grandmother used to watch me. I went to a school that was really uh, in the inner city. You don't need to know any of those things, right? None of that bothers you. That doesn't, that doesn't affect you because you're living your life. And when you live your life, you're not worried about anyone else's life. But I'm aware, I have my ideas of how certain people grew up, different cultures, different backgrounds. So that's how I'm able to have an open conversation and not be offended by the method of one Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick was asked most recently, what are you going to do? People are criticizing you. Trent Dilfer, how do you feel? Uh, I just heard briefly about it, um, but I think that's one of the most ridiculous comments I've heard. The fact that you say, no, you're a backup quarterback, stay in your place, that's an issue. I mean, to me, you're telling me that my position as a backup quarterback and being quiet is more important than people's lives. No, I would ask him to really have a conversation with the families of people that have been murdered. 
and see if he still feels that way. Because I bet you he doesn't just because he hasn't experienced that that type of oppression. You know, that's something that I hope he goes home and really thinks about what he said and how it impacts not just me, but how it impacts people whose lives are affected by these issues on a daily basis. Colin Kaepernick has thought this through. He is very clear about his agenda and his purpose. And we think when he first came onto the scene, I was like, this guy has a bad arm. He's tough. He's going to be one of the best in the biz, et cetera, et cetera. Life comes at you fast. He's a backup quarterback now. But what if, consider this, what if his his entire purpose for kicking Alex Smith out of the starter position was to be who he is now, and that is to start this national conversation? That has a strange way of working. I mean, that really could have been just the, the, the whole point of this. It had to come. He had to go through these different levels, right? He had to experience his up and downs. And then he had to come to this realization, this epiphany that this is what I'm doing. And he took the hits, as Doug Baldwin said. He took the hits, but he did it for everybody else so that they could feel okay doing it. He, ha- he couldn't be the starter, right? Could he have been the starter? Consider that, guys. Adam, could he have been the starter of the 49ers and still say, guess what? I am not standing for the national anthem. I don't think that would have went over too well. Yes, they would have accepted it because he almost won them a Super Bowl. Like winning is the cure-all for anybody and for anything. Interesting. Okay, because see, I would have thought, no way, but you have a point. If he almost won a Super Bowl... And then he also decided at the same time he didn't want to stand for the national anthem. Would that have been more palpable? Could people have accepted that more? Perhaps. Perhaps. I almost feel as if because he's not a starter, that it's almost okay. Because he doesn't have all the attention and he doesn't have all the people focused on what he, what he did on the field. So it's not taking away from what he's doing off the field. I don't know. Whatever the case may be, he took all the hits and I'm glad he did personal story I feel more comfortable at work because of Colin Kaepernick I feel more comfortable pitching these stories because of Colin Kaepernick I was already my on my low-key movement uh, you know after Alton Sterling and Philando Castile but I feel more comfortable talking about the uncomfortable because there's nothing wrong with it I'm not a racist. I'm not extreme. I'm just I'm just a woman who comes from a different background, who has a different perspective. And I work in a world where all perspectives are welcome because it makes it better. I mean, that's a true story. Maybe I'll tell them that when I see them. And then on the other end of the spectrum, there was a time in which in both their very young careers, they were compared. And I'm talking about Cam Newton and Colin Kaepernick compared for their on the field acumen. Who was the better quarterback? Cam hadn't made it to a Super Bowl. Cam hadn't really flourished as he has now, but he's made it to a Super Bowl. But there was a lot of comparisons, and they have a lot of the same same circles, as I mentioned earlier, the same management, the same marketing team, in which they both were paired together. They even hosted awards together uh, because they liked the idea of Cam and Colin, the young and up-and-coming faces of the NFL, soon to supersede and take over for Brady and, and Peyton Manning. And right now, their their careers are so far apart. Cam Newton coming off a Super Bowl high, 
is doing all the right things and saying all the right things. Yet and still, he keeps taking the hits. When Cam is asked about race, he gives you the PC answer. He doesn't really think race is a big deal. And I'm saying it's PC because he just doesn't want to be bothered. I'm I'm putting words in his mouth because he doesn't want to be misunderstood. I'm putting those words in his mouth. I'm saying he's saying all the right things because he's coming off a Super Bowl. He's also coming off of a year that no matter what he did, he was criticized. And all he did was just be himself. I feel like dancing. Oh, that bothers you. I'm being disrespectful because I'm dabbing. Oh, okay. Oh, you're bothered because I got up and I walked away because I was about to cry after I lost the Super Bowl? Well, I feel like it's a dumb rule. You don't interview a guy five minutes after he loses the biggest game of his career. Like, that's just ridiculous. Rules in place, so be it. Cam also had a responsibility to sit there, and he couldn't. So he's criticized for having too much emotion. Well, that's just crazy to me because that's all we've seen all all year long. An emotional guy on the field, off the field. Now we're criticizing you for having too much emotion. Show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser. I'm with you, Cam. I'll ride with you on that because I ain't a good loser. I hate to lose. So here he is in this post-Super Bowl season, and he's doing everything correctly. Race, not really a big deal. It doesn't exist. You know, Colin has the right to say what he wants. I'm retiring the dab. I just... I'll find something else to do. Season opener. Revenge game. That's what we're calling it. Cam, is it a revenge game? No. No, it's just a game. It's not a revenge game. It's not a rematch. I'm just, no, it's just a game. Okay, Cam. It's just a game. Well, nobody told the Broncos defense because they wouldn't plan it like it was just a game. He got hit 17 times. 17 times. At one point, I was like, I get it. They are gladiators on the field, but I'm about to turn this off. This is disturbing. He can't get a call. Are you kidding me? My first thought, and I wasn't thinking race. Just my first thought was they don't respect him like they respect Tom Brady. They don't respect him the way they would Peyton Manning or a Drew Brees. They don't respect him or an Aaron Rodgers for that matter. They don't respect him like that. To Cam's credit, he didn't walk up to the refs and get in their face. I bet you Brady would have. Brady don't take that. He explodes on the sidelines and in your face. What are you doing? He'll walk up on you. But Cam felt my words, not his. He better not. Because if he did, he's going to hear about it the next day. That's bull. To me, that's absolutely ridiculous. On our show, Sports Center Coast to Coast, Tim Hasselbeck weighed in. And he said he didn't believe that the refs did anything wrong. He also said that Cam wasn't being treated unfairly. Take a listen. I really don't think with the speed at, the, this, at which this stuff is happening that Gene Steratore or anyone on his crew is judging you know, the past accomplished or the status of guys on the field. I, I, I understand that people say, hey, Kobe Bryant gets that call, but other players don't. I'm just telling you, watch these games. They are wildly inconsistent with these calls across the board. Some weeks it happens to Matthew Stafford. Some weeks it it happens to Cam Newton. Some weeks it happens to Jay Cutler. But Tim. That's just what happens. The the question that I asked based off of what you said, not that I didn't agree or disagree, was someone of Cam's status, elite status quarterbacks, they do get treated differently, and he does not, correct? But, but, I mean, how are they treated differently? Like, they 
they don't get called on, on certain penalties or, or they get the benefit of the doubt on a delay of game or they get – I understand – the idea is to protect all quarterbacks. I don't think the officials go into games saying, hey, listen, this is Aaron Rodgers. Everyone loves Aaron Rodgers. He's one of the faces of the league. Let's make sure we've got an early flag on hits to his head. So I wholly disagree, as did Lewis Riddick. No, Tim, I, I, you know what, Tim, and I, I don't believe that conversation is being – had either. I think I don't think this is something that obviously in a structured environment people are going, okay, we need to protect Tom, we need to protect Aaron, we need to protect Drew, we need to protect Peyton when he was in the game, we right. need to protect Aaron. I don't think they're having that kind of conversation. You can't you can't grossly go out and just start saying those kinds of things. But I think we Look, I, I think it's just common sense, though, in sports that certain elite players do get certain breaks, that certain wide receivers, whether it be certain offensive linemen, certain quarterbacks, and, th- and this happens to be that we're talking about quarterbacks, certain guys, depending upon what you have accomplished in the league and what kind of cachet you carry and what kind of respect you carry, people are going to let you kind of like walk up to the rules line and maybe step over the rules line a little bit more than some player who's coming in there trying to make his way. I'm not saying it's something that's so egregious that they're, you know, that we have totally two sets of rules and it's not something that's malicious that people are saying look this guy deserves protection and this guy doesn't i'm just saying that here with with cam there's there's too much talk and there's and there's too much kind of an acknowledgement amongst the players in the game to know that he, there are certain calls he should be getting and we'll, we'll just see how this plays out down the road ron rivera very pc said this i believe that cam newton is just a victim of his size and physicality The NFL says that, you know, Cam loses certain protections when he becomes a running threat, meaning like once you start running with the ball like a running back, you're going to get treated like that. Once you start doing things that other quarterbacks can't do, you will be treated as that guy who can do other things that other quarterbacks can't do, meaning you're going to get hit. Okay, we understand that, but I'm talking about helmet to helmet. I'm talking about colliding into him and taking him down, like literally going at him. The message without sending a message was take his head off. Clearly, I'm all for the game, but that was just so blatantly disrespectful. It would not have happened for any of the elite stars in the league. Crystal clear, too many examples moving forward. I guess they'll be a little more cautious as they deal with him, but he just keeps taking the hits. Here's the moral of the story, folks. We have two quarterbacks who have, at this moment, two different careers. One who looks like he's on his way out of the league, so he is totally degav. He doesn't have much to lose. And that's Colin Kaepernick taking a stand, creating something that has been more than a movement, a national conversation, and he's all in. His chips are pushed all the way to the middle of the table. First it's an afro, then it's cornrows. I don't know what he's going to do on Sunday. I, what other outfit? Was he going to do two afro puffs? I don't know where he's going with his hair. I'm all in, though. I'm all in for every movement of Colin Kaepernick's hair as he tries to make sure that we socially woke. And then we have All-American Pie Cam Newton, who at one point walked the line of just being himself, criticized the entire way. Couldn't win, couldn't win, couldn't win, couldn't win. But he was his authentic self. And now today, the Cam Newton I see, and this is nothing from him, it's all me is doing all the right things, saying all the right things, but still keeps taking the hits, literally. I feel bad for these guys because they just can't win. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. But at the end of the day, because history always tells the story, 
We will thank Colin Kaepernick if we're not already. We will thank Cam Newton if we're not already. Perfect examples of what needs to be done and how it should be done in their own unique ways. When we come back on the other side of the break, I'm going to wrap up this edition of Be Honest, give you guys some updates about life and such and whatnot. Back in a moment. All right, so that'll do it for uh, this edition of Be Honest. I got to remind you guys, Sports Center Coast to Coast, I'm in L.A. My co-anchor, David Lloyd, is in Bristol. You must watch the show. It's really good. It's a different version of Sports Center. It's not the same thing. You're not going to find the same things. You'll be interested. You'll be intrigued. The conversations are very edgy and unpredictable, and I love it. I love every moment of it. I am doing what I love, and I am blessed, and I am a grateful American, thank you very much, who stands during the anthem. Uh, you can catch it at 11 Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, every single day on ESPN. Please check it out. Support your girl. Do her a favor. And also tweet me. Get at me. Let me know what you want to hear about. At me. At Carrie Champion. You got topics you want to hear about. Don't at me to tell me you don't like our top five. Our top five is just a top five, okay? It's not It's not law. It's just an opinion. I don't want to hear your mouths. Don't get blocked on this lovely day. Meanwhile, enjoy the football. And when you're watching those two quarterbacks, Colin and Cam, tell me what similarities you notice. It's a trip, right? They keep taking the hits. Thanks for listening to Be Honest with Carrie Champion. For more great podcasts, check out ESPN.com slash podcenter.